Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash. They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell. Dungeons and debacles starts now. Well, hello adventurers and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin, going around the table, Hannah. I'm Hannah, and today I'll be playing Grape Scrape, the uh, Cancun Necromancer. And I don't know why I stumbled over that. I'm, I've been excited about this character for a while. <laughs> and uh, John. I'm a monster. I'm Fub Fub, the Bavarian gnome. Am I, yep. am I too hot now? Too loud? Uh, a little bit. I'll turn you down on this end. And Anna. Oh, I thought I'm going to be last. Uh, okay, you're not used to this. Um, yeah, I'm usually the last. It's so odd for me. Uh, I'm going to be playing Bootsnap Diaz, the uh, pyromancer goblin who's afraid of fire today. Mm-hmm. I did not do a voice in because I did not decide to her voice. <laughs> and Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing. Uh, shit, I forgot my character's name. Six, Six, Six Paw. Uh, the the Tabaxi Ranger. Uh, you're a Gloomstalker, right? Uh, yes. I, it, you always seem to insist that I use the archetype for my characters, Kevin. What is that? Well, it just tells like more people about is, your character. All right, you I just like everybody else is fine with like fighter or just wizard or whatever it may be. Uh, it's just weird that, like, you always insist on, like, Eldritch Knight or, um, like, this one, uh, Gloomstalker. Like, uh, I, I don't know. It's just weird I got a feeling this is more more about something else than the character description, man. What's going Why on? Why is it so he hard to be out. the favorite child, Blake? No, Come no, on, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> like, there... No, like, that's the thing. Like, why do I have such a long name? My long name, like, is unnecessary. It's... I don't know. It feels like a waste of words. Um, because you're the favorite... I don't want to be the favorite. I want to be equal to everyone. Well, that's too bad. Oh, we don't have the longest the favorite. The long name is Father Ralphael Ruprick Edamame. No, that's Edam- my character Luxembourg. that I never got to play. <laughs> Yet? <laughs> See? All right. Yeah, we need oh, to find gosh. a. There's, a, there's another guess, name. It, it's, is that it's Diaz Blotsnap? Is that. Uh, is Diaz uh, Alexa- Shane's character? No, that's that's a uh, that's Anna's. Mm. Shane just plays mm-hmm. Alexander. Because he's no, he has his Shane's puzzle character that he never made. Cool, Precisely. Cool, cool. Anyway, as riveting as this is probably for the uh, <laughs> listening and viewing audience, uh, we should probably move on. <laughs> this is quality contact, man. Come on. Oh uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, as you notice, uh, we are playing another puzzle episode today uh, because Shane is not here. So, we are taking a little break from the regular campaign uh, because we all wanted to play today. So, here we are. So, 
the last time, um, most of your characters, uh, except for uh, Diaz, you found yourselves in the city of Marilish, uh, where you were looking for work. You came upon some flyers um, for a business called Improbable Procurements LLC, who was looking for adventurers to go out and find these items that other people were looking for. When you went to the business, uh, you discovered that it is inside Mad Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventurers Emporium. Um, there you met a gnome named Charlie, uh, who um, is the manager at the local branch here of Improbable Procurements. He basically gave you the rundown that they were looking for adventurers and um, that people come here um, and fill out contracts um, for their business to go out and find lost artifacts, uh, magical items, and people. You completed one quest to find a magical chafing dish. Um, you brought it back and were rewarded. So uh, it's probably been about a week. Um, since you were paid, you've been out painting the town red uh, with this uh, bunch of gold in your pocket. And uh, after about a week and a half of uh, splurging, your funds are getting low and you find Family yourselves. Friendly. What's that? Family friendly. No need to talk about splurging. <laughs> uh, you find yourselves back at uh, Improbable Procurements uh, to go on another adventure to find some more gold to... Uh, accommodate your newfound um let's say uh what you're accustomed to now lifestyle so uh you find yourselves outside of mad cedric's the scarish yellow building uh you walk inside and um the same gnome that greeted you last time sees you and gives you a wink and points you to the back knowing that you're probably there uh, to make some more money uh you make your uh, way back to the office in the back of Mad Cedric's here and um, the same elven uh, woman Gladys is uh, in there um, you um, come inside and she motions for you to take your seat you look over and the door to uh, Charlie's office is closed but uh, there's someone inside the waiting room uh, that you hadn't seen before um, so Anna could you describe what your character looks like I just realized I did not prepare for that. Um, okay, she wears uh, this like really um, weird robe, kind of covers her whole body. Uh, she has uh, very long, messy black hair and like like sharp yellow eyes and sharp teeth, and she like mangles with like weird um, wooden dolls all the time. Uh, and she like keeps mumbling to herself and like tries to hide herself under a hoodie. Most of the time, um, looking scared and paranoid. Mm -hmm. That's pretty what uh, how she looks like. Uh, I think you're kind of bearing the lead here. What race are you? I'm a goblin. I'm yeah. a goblin. Which is uh, a, a bit of a bluish uh, tone of uh, skin instead of green. So mm -hmm. uh, the rest of you have been rolling with this uh, weird uh, uh, bird person. Um, <laughs> And, uh, but it's kind of unusual for you to, uh, see a goblin, uh, in civilization, much less a city as large as, uh, Marilesh. You take a seat, and, uh, after about ten minutes goes by, a, uh, the door to Charlie's office opens, and you see 
a uh, finely dressed uh, human man um, in basically like nobles clothing he's got you know the rings on the fingers and you know gold chains and looks pretty affluent and uh, he walks out of the office and looks at you all and kind of puts his nose up in the air and walks out the door and then uh, you hear from the back office uh, Charlie say let us send in the next people and she motions you uh, to come in so uh, I trot in there with my big bearskin rug cloak okay. I skid around like on four legs like a tiny crab <laughs> um, so you, as uh, uh, Diaz um, enters the office it's like you know here comes Fum Fum and you know Charlie gives you a nod and like a bird person comes in and he's like yeah and then he sees the uh, this goblin comes skittering in like crab walking into his office and he's like ah what the fuck is that <laughs> it's a monster like me uh, excuse me but you're not a monster you're just short Actually, maybe that's. I've been the monster bed. You all have a monster. Soon enough, I'll have minions. So, uh, Charlie's kind of like up on his chair now, staring and pointing at uh, Diaz. Guys, I just remembered I have an undead servant in my inside of my bag of holding. Why are you bringing that around? <laughs> You know you're gonna drop a bone or two when you open up to get something from there. It's fine, oh he'll be God. fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, he said something about minions and I was like, oh yeah, I have one. Oh God, he's in my bag of holding. <laughs> I apologize for derailing this. Kevin, you were saying. Uh, yeah, so Charlie's up on his chair now freaking out that there's a uh, this goblin skittering into his office. Uh. Ah. Grave Scrape's gonna I'm gonna say, go kick the chair out from under him. <laughs> okay, wow, are you doing that's, that? That's a bit much. Um, Just kicking the chair. Is there any chance I can uh, sniff for sweets? I'm gonna be like. Where's the sweets? 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 Sticking around for sweets, scattering around the whole room like there's, crazy. Uh, the there's not really any sweets in here. All you smell is the. Uh, the uh, lingering smell of tobacco smoke and um, some uh, mutton that uh, you see is on I the table. I jump over the table. Be a lot of fum fum. I jump over the table and start eating the tobacco ashes <laughs> immediately. And Charlie's like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> I just look at him and be like, "The buds, sweet, sweet." Do you have work for us, right? Yeah, I mean, chief of all is get this fucking monster out of my office. Okay, just give us a job. How did you even we'll get go. in here? All right, and hold on. That, um, oh, sorry, I go can, ahead. As he says that, like, I, I stand tall, like, really tall, like a human with, with wood. And, like, I say, ah, well, excuse me, sir. Um, uh, don't disrespect my addiction, please. Mm hmm. Like, oh, it, it talks. And Arrange it speaks my common. Um, excuse me, that is, um, I'm a civilized folk. That is not the way to treat me. Sweet. As you sit here eating my tobacco ash, I, I see. Uh, do you have any proof? I sit down <laughs> nicely. Okay, so after you get off his desk and sit down, 
uh, he calms down a bit and then you hear him mutter under his breath uh, just when you think you've seen everything anyway so I see you're back uh, ran out of coin uh, you could say that no there's plenty of coin we just don't have any <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, I hey, guess you're here so uh he says uh well i guess you're here looking for work huh hey if you've got a job uh i think everybody here is for the same reason uh yes no maybe so i know i adventured with you two last time um i'm not sure what the goblin thingy is doing here what do you what are you here for um goblin of unknown gender well I am here for very strict reasons. The problem is, I forgot. Will you excuse me? Alright, well, I'm going to assume that you're going to come with us, because not only do you sound like you know what you're doing, and I totally respect that, but you want sweets, and sweets cost gold, so we're all looking for gold, you're looking for the same thing. I think we're all here for gold. I remember what I'm saying. In short, yes. Uh, you have a job for us. I may hold on. And he goes uh, rummaging through. They this, hold uh, on to what? <laughs> and he he just gives Fum Fum a look and then just goes back to what he was doing. And um, he, uh, you notice he's got like these two wooden bins on his desk and one is uh, says request and the other one says uh, 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 procurements. So uh, he takes a uh, stack of papers out of the procurement's box and uh, starts flipping through them and, you know, talking to himself and you see that cigar moving up and down as he mouths the words. You get the idea that he's not too bright. Um, but uh, after a while, he says, uh, yeah, this one looks like it'll do. Let's see. This one is called Gorin's Rainbow. It's a huge diamond, apparently with magical properties. And let me see. He's like, oh, yep, got a map. Um, looks like it is in the Dern region, which is uh, quite a bit to the uh, to the northeast. Uh, probably gonna take you about a week or so to get there. Um, of course, uh, you'll get a per diem of uh, five silver pieces a day. Um, and he calculates it and, you know, looks through the paper and says, um, oh, this is uh, actually worth quite a bit. Let's see. And he pulls out the abacus and starts doing the, uh, the math on that he, and says, uh, well, it looks like uh, with your per diem and the reward for recovery minus taxes and management fee will come to about 250 gold pieces each. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, can I, like, be like, like, raise my finger? Be like, I only did for 200. Uh, what? I will only do this job for 200. That's it. Okay. Um, Don't cheat me. it pays 250. I'll take care, buddy. Okay. Yeah, if you don't want that uh, extra 50, I mean, we'll take it off your hands. I don't know. That 200 is more than 250. Don't you lie to me. 
I guess, 200 for uh, the goblin. What's your name, goblin, anyway? What's that? Yes, what's that? Butt step? Yes. All right. You got a butt step. You're a fart. <laughs> so 250 gold pieces each. That sounds like a deal to me. Um, what exactly uh, are we getting? And uh, where do we sign? <laughs> we're going to see Laura Dirty Teal her diamond. So uh, he pulls out a piece of paper and it looks like a uh, uh, a description of a or a picture of a large diamond with uh, multiple facets on it. And uh, he says, uh, "It's what it looks like. Uh, looks like a pretty standard uh, cut of a gem. Um, it says it has magical properties, but uh, doesn't really go into what it's supposed to do." Well, I like the cut of your gem. Let's get the diamond. All right. Uh, well, Gladys will have some uh, papers for you to uh, sign out front, and uh, just tell her to send the uh, the next group in. Uh, as the next group uh, goes in, as you walk by them, I'm like, yes! over them like a cat. Uh, you see, it's a uh, party of uh, an elf, a half elf, and a dwarf, and uh, you see the uh, the dwarf loosen his hammer out uh, out of his uh, holder on his waist, and the uh, the elf like puts his hand on his shoulder and calms him down, and they uh, walk back into the office. I do like this with my with my fingers, like I put it in my eyes and I put it in his eyes to the dwarf, like, you and me. <laughs> so uh, Gladys uh, has you sign some papers and uh, you look at the map and um, you see that where you need to go is in the Dern region, which if uh, you Lord look Dern. at the map, it is up here where I'm pinging. Uh, you're currently in the city of Marilesh right here. So you do the math, and uh, you think it's probably going to take you mm, probably the better part of a week and a half uh, to get there. But uh, once you get there, you look at the map, and this uh, place where the uh, this uh, Gorn's Rambo uh, supposedly exists is uh, near a, uh, a river bank towards the, uh, the mouth of the river. So um, you go into Dern, um, you take the night's re- uh, a night's rest there in this uh, fairly good-sized town. It's a uh, fishing village. Um, and then you make your way up the uh, river. And uh, after about a half day, you are going to find a cave uh, that matches the location and the description that is on the map. Uh, outside the uh, this cave here, and it appears to be uh, cut out of like this uh, this embankment that um, in the side of this uh, riverbank that slopes down to the the shore of this river, it's uh, cut into sandstone. The entrance here is probably only about uh, four feet tall, so if you uh, are taller than that, you're probably going to have to like uh, bend down to get inside. Um, but once you're inside. Let me move over to the map here. But uh, let's see, we've already got a uh, six paw, fum fum, and grave scrape on here. Can you go ahead and put your token on the map, Anna? Oh, you have a cat. That's amazing. <laughs> I like grave. From now on, grave scrape has to be from Corbett, Cor Corbale, Corby Vale. 
It's Corvini. That's, that's pretty racist, I gotta say, just because it has Corv in the name. Are you mm. saying that she can't be from there? There's that's a. Uh, I'm saying that your assumption is very racist. Uh, there's a goblin I just put on the map for you, Anna. Ah, uh, you're a lifesaver, man. Nice. Can I get can one that uh, has ribbon? That has what? And blue skin. A ribbon on it? <laughs> um, most of the ones that I found either have spears or they're like squished dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, definitely has. So, uh, <laughs> that's yeah. racist. That's a bit presumptuous. You, just because I'm a goblin, you would seem I'd be squished dead. What if I was sliced? <laughs> All right. So, uh, you enter this uh, cave here. And uh, it looks to be like dug out into the uh, the sandstone, and there's a lot of sand on the floor here. And uh, you are gonna. It goes back to about 20 feet, and that's about as far as you can see. Unless uh, does anybody here have dark vision? Uh, yes. Fum uh, Fum has uh, his cloak of many eyes. Plus, gums can see in the dark. Or Barb, yes. No. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a goblin. Yes. I'll cast I'll cast light on my uh, scythe Damn it. blade. Okay. Once again, fum fum screams. Okay, he saved. And uh, that's twenty feet, right? Or forty feet? Twenty bright, twenty um, dim. Yes. So uh, down here is about as far as you can see in. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and like uh, skitter around, like open this like lantern I have. I have a lantern of revealing. Okay. Uh, it's um, six hours burn, bright light, thirty feet radius, uh, dim light for additional thirty feet. Uh, invisible creatures and objects are visible as long as they're in the lantern light, uh, bright light, the first uh, thirty feet. Okay. Um, so killing me. That's uh, still as about as far as you can see in. Mm -hmm. Okay, say it again. Not blinded. Oh, he's a drunk. <laughs> no, Sorry. no, I'm a gnome. It's just that I'm wearing a cloak of oh. many eyes, and every time you guys cast light, it I have to roll a con saver if you blinded. <laughs> <laughs> can I like throw my lantern a couple of times? <laughs> okay. So I guess Grave Scrape is going to start forward down the hall and see if w what's revealed. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Hey, Jibs, I think we found it. <laughs> so, uh, as you walk into this room, and I'll, I'll just go ahead and reveal everything since everybody's walking in. Fum come can see like 120 feet with his cloak, so. All right. So, uh, as you enter this room, it is, uh, fairly large it's probably about uh 70 feet by 70 feet it's a uh natural sandstone floor in here you look up the walls and it, and it looks like uh this is like a naturally eroded cave and you see a stream of uh a water um that is coming from the back of the room and kind of uh um like a six foot pool um towards the uh the back um you look up and uh the time of day here is probably around early morning and you can see like the the glow of light coming from behind you and the ceiling which is probably about um 30 feet tall um you are going to see some light coming in from a hole in the ceiling 
it's kind of a like a, a wet damp smell in here of a uh, damp earth as you look around the room now foremost in front of you you're going to see a large um, marble column um, that's obviously not a natural part of this room that um, goes up about 20 feet um, there's like intricate runes all over it and uh, one thing that you notice uh, about the uh, it is there's this glint coming off of uh, what appears to be kind of like these uh, gemstones that are embedded in the column all the way around it um, for the sake of ease of this it uh, kind of looks like there's gems sticking out of the the pedestal on this map but they're actually embedded in it um, as you look around the room you are going to see six pedestals and on top of uh, each one of these pedestals appears to be a um, silver piece of metal on a stand. Um, is it possible for me to take one of the stones and bed it in the, um, uh, in the pillar? Can I get it with my teeth? Like, take out um, the gemstone? You, like, try to bite it, and it's, uh, it's pretty hard. You're not making any sort of dent in it. I try to take it out, like, uh, okay. No. Um, do you have like a dagger or something? Uh, I think I have very sharp nails. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a uh, strength check. Okay. A net twenty. That's how you begin a new character. Uh, minus Ooh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I scream like that. <laughs> no, I mean that ability checks don't work that way. Yeah, that it only works for attacks. Um, yeah, but it's a good roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great roll. Um, but um, it's the best roll. As you uh, take your claws and try to get in behind uh, this gem that's embedded in this pedestal, uh, it's not coming loose. You don't even feel it wiggle. I mean, how much do you expect of a goblin arm? Come on, it's so skinny. And I see the diamond, and Fum Fum runs down, and I'm going to try and grab it. I'm assuming that's not easy to grab. Um, so as you approach the south here, you are going to see a, um, bronze door and on, uh, the doors, um, the, uh, the, the piece above it, um, there is what appears to be a whitish, uh, translucent gem, almost, uh, pearlescent, um, above the door. As in, like floating, embedded in the wall. No, no it's embedded in the uh, the stone above the uh, door on the wall. Okay, I'm guessing I can't reach it. I'm tiny. I can try. I'm gonna try. Uh, can I try and jump on him and then grab what he sees? <laughs> uh, sure. Like, Give me so throw her up like... there. If she jumps up on my shoulders. I'm going to jump too and throw her up there. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mario, like... Or athletics. Uh, yeah. Both of you give me athletics checks. Booyah, I'm good at that. I'm horrible at that, but it's going to be a 20, see? That's, yeah, no, it's not a 20. So, uh, Fum Fum, um, you uh, put uh, Diaz on your shoulders, and you jump, and uh, you get some pretty good air. I mean, just, you're like jording it, and uh, like, uh, on your way up, Diaz reaches out, can't get a hold of it, and then tumbles off of... uh, your back. Uh, give me an uh, acrobatics check, Diaz. Also get a second that, probably. 
No, Echo is the the Dex. Correct. That's a wonderful team. <laughs> Uh, you are going to take uh, one point of bludgeoning damage as uh, you fall off of Fum Fum and hit your head on the uh, the stone floor here as you fall backward. So, I guess first and I cast Gust on the stone. Uh, nothing so, happens. Gravescrape is going to see them fumbling around with this, see what they're looking at, and activate their wings of flying uh, and fly up and see what they're looking at. Okay. So uh, you fly up, and the door here is only about um, five feet tall. Um, but uh, you fly up and get eye level with it, and it appears to be this smooth, um, kind of like mother of pearl um, gem that's uh, oval that is embedded in the um, wall above the door. Um, okay. Is it a real jib? Could you tell? That's what uh, we're looking for, I'll, right? I'll peck at it. Uh, nothing happens. And as you look, you know, you, you've all studied the, the description and the picture of this, uh, the, this uh, uh, Goran's rainbow. Um, it's definitely a diamond, and it's, it's cut. It's not smooth like these other gems. Jacked, right? Yo. Um, so in the, the voice of the gob, no, not the goblin, the gnome that gave us the job, gnome? Yeah, it must have been a gnome. Mm-hmm. They gave us the Is job. It? Uh, I, I'm gonna, uh, Grape Scrape's gonna say, um, the name of the diamond that I have since forgotten because I'm terrible with names. Uh, Gordon's Laura Rando. Dern's. Lauren yeah. Dern's diamond. It's Holdo's. Holdo's. Admiral Holdo's diamond. Well... Um, and then I will, uh, I have wings now for an hour, I guess. But do you already have wings? Since I can't get the diamond, I'm going to go back. Um, quick question. Um, So, Kenkus don't have wings. They lost their wings and they're in an ever, uh, searching quest to find them. Yeah, I think I mean, as a goblin, I wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You all did the same (laughs) thing. What were you saying, Blake? Sorry, sorry. Oh, I was just going to check out the pedestals with the iron, or not iron, but the metal protrusions, Silver. I suppose. Silver? Silver something. Um. So which one are you looking at? The red one in the top left. Okay, so uh, you go up to this pedestal, and um, <clears throat> the pedestal itself is uh, cylindrical. Uh, it's about um, a foot wide and about three feet tall. And on top of that, there is this uh, silver um, oval shape that's probably about a foot by a foot. Um, It is um, attached to the stand by kind of a a swivel and a gimbal, kind of like a a mirror base that someone would have that's got like a fork that goes up around the oval that attaches the mirror so it or it can go uh, up and down and left and right and 360 degrees in a circle. Oh, it's a mirror with okay. an orient. And then yeah, you, was... you look at it and the silver kind of has this reddish tint to it. Okay. Um, okay, so... We need to okay. aim the light. 
Sixball is going to angle this light at the central pillar and try and hit one of the diamonds in there, or gemstones, I suppose. Okay. I try to catch the light ray with like a cat. Immediately. Um, so like, you... Uh, cat or rat? You angle this uh, piece of uh, metal towards uh, uh, one of these... Uh, which one of the uh, gems are you angling it toward? The blue one. Um, so you angle it towards it, and you can see the reflection um, from the, the the light that Gravescrape's putting off. You can see the reflection of the uh, the gemstone in this mirror, but nothing seems to happen. Okay, cool. Where is the light coming from? Uh, currently you. I thought there was a hole in the mm. roof. There is, that- but it's like this ambient light um, where... Um, you can see the light from outside, but there's like actually like no direct sunlight coming in. Um, can I fly up and look at the hole and see if I can see any mechanisms inside of it or anything like that? Absolutely. So you fly up, and um, it's about thirty feet up, and you come up to this hole, and the hole itself is probably about um, a foot and a half to two feet wide uh, in a rough circle. And it is directly above where you see this pond of water um, down here to the south of the map. So you think, like, where it, when it rains, water has fallen down through this hole and collected in this puddle. And I don't see any mechanisms or anything like that inside the hole? Uh, nope, just looks like a hole. Can I see the sky? Uh, yep, you look up and it... Um, when you walked in earlier, it was a clear day, and you can see blue sky above you. All right. Um, okay. Do all of the mirrors have colors associated with them? I noticed several of them have. Uh, give me an investigation check. This will go well. 14. Wow, it did go well. Um, yep. Yeah, so you look around the room, and Six Paul, did you mention that this, this silver has kind of a reddish tint to it? Uh, dark vision cannot show color, so. <laughs> uh, uh, well, um, there's enough light in this room to, to be able, if Grave Scrape had light up against it, you would be able to see it. Okay, yeah, then Six Paul would have mentioned it. Okay, so um, you go looking around the room, and the the tint to this silver is, isn't very striking. Um, once you get up on it and the light hits it just right... You're like, oh, that I can tell that's got like kind of a you know a tent to it. So, um, as you look around, um, the one where six poly is, that one has a reddish tint to it. This one down here to the southwest has a yellowish tint to it, and this one over here to the um, southeast has a bluish tint to it. As you look at the other pedestals, they don't appear to have uh, any sort of tint to them. So it's red, it's cyan, and it's yellow? Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to think what Fum Fum would know about making color out of light. Probably nothing. Uh, give me an intelligence check. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you don't know anything about that. On the central pillar, are there any protrusions or other things to, like, rotate it? Give me an investigation check. Sure. So the mirror could be oriented in all sorts of directions, yeah? Uh, that's correct. 
Okay. Can can I try to lift <laughs> natural one? Uh, nope. That's a natural one. Um, you search around, and um, there's some some runes and some writing on this, um, but there doesn't appear to be anything that you can like do to manipulate the position of these uh, these gems in the pedestal. Okay. And Hannah, what'd you um, say you were gonna do? I wanted to try to lift the uh, the mirror over here, the top right one. Uh, lift it. Yeah, like take it off the pedestal. Okay, uh, give me a strength check. This is gonna end badly. Sixteen. Hey, not that bad. It's badly. pretty good. Uh, so I'm you strain and strain and strain against this, trying to move, like pull this uh, this um, stand and mirror out of this pedestal, and nothing's moving. It doesn't even wobble. All right. Uh, I'm gonna come check out this pedestal. And see if I can see anything, I guess. Uh, what are you uh, looking for? Question. Okay, go ahead. What it? What's up, Anna? Uh, does, do the mirror rotate, right? The, the mirror do rotate, right? Uh, yes. So the mirrors, uh, can, can I, as, um... you, as you play with them, they will, if, if you're looking at it, and this is the face of the mirror, it will rotate up and down this way, it'll, and it'll rotate side to side this way. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and like sprint to a mirror, grab the side of it, just spin it 360 like super crazy, like holding on to it. Okay, uh, so you do it and it just ro- rotates into uh, around in a circle. I do it again until I puke then. <laughs> okay, give me a constitution <laughs> save. Uh, I, the one thing I made a mistake is not making an intelligent character for puzzle. Like, yeah, puzzle. Uh, not a smart idea. Uh, that's an 11. That's an 11. Uh, you're about to puke, but you hold it in. You throw up a little bit in your mouth. <laughs> I swallow it. It's delicious. Sweet. Um, so, uh, did Sixpaw say anything about the runes? Or am I going to have to figure those out myself? Uh, are you investigating? I am investigating. Okay, uh, give me a... Uh, give me an arcana check if you're trained in it. Okay. If not, just straight intelligence. 19. 19. Okay. So, uh, you look at these and most of them uh, appear to be magical runes of abjuration. Um, some of them, uh, appear to be conjuration runes, but you're not sure, like, what sort of magic or spell they would be associated with them. But uh, as you also look around, there are runes below each one of these gems that correspond with its color. So this one up here would be yellow, red, green, violet, orange, and cyan. Or actually, I guess that would be magenta. Okay. Hey, Fum Fum. Fum Fum is going to punch this orange looking gem. Here in the southwest side of the column. Okay. Uh, give me an attack. 22. You punch the hell out of it. For eight damage. And uh, Does anything it, happen? Uh, hurts your knuckles. Okay. Hey, guys. Did you know that red... Is, orange is red plus yellow. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, Fum Bum, why don't you angle that yellow mirror towards the orange, and I'll angle this red mirror towards the yellow mirror, and we'll see if anything happens. Fum Fum points the yellow mirror toward the orange crystal. Okay. Um, so you are... Let me get this straight. So, Six Paw, you are angling your mirror towards Fum Fum's yellow mirror, and Fum Fum is angling it to where he can see the red mirror and the orange mirror. Yes. Okay. So it goes, One of the yellow uh, mirror at the orange gym. But there's okay. no light, so we're going to have to get light in there somewhere. So, uh, yeah, you angle the mirrors and nothing happens. Okay. Why are we doing this? Well, is the beer supposed to do something? Um, can I cast light on one of the mirrors? Uh, you can. I'm gonna cast light on this yellow mirror. Okay, so you cast light on this yellow mirror, and uh, you make the uh, you touch it, and uh, it glows with this uh, this bright light, and nothing seems to happen. I'm going to end the spell. Okay. So uh, you're down here and you're manipulating oh, these mirrors right. and there's going to be a couple hours go by and um, you start to get hungry. So you decide to break for lunch and um, you're eating and uh, you think it's right about noontime as you're eating. Stand by. I should have had this prepared. <laughs> to be fair, you had like 30 minutes notice, so I'm not gonna... I, I'm personally not gonna hold it against you. Yeah. Diaz, use your lantern at the beer. Well, we wait for Kevin. Just making that suggestion. Damn it, I use just lost it. Use lantern odd beer. I touch the mirror, I talk to the beer, I use lantern odd beer. We've already tried to use beer and pick up beer. Can we talk to the beer? Uh, none of that works. <laughs> I walk to beer. <laughs> so as you're eating your lunch, you are going to see this uh, beam of light come down through the uh, that hole in the wall and start reflecting off of this uh, puddle over here on the floor. And it starts to, the, uh, the reflection of this uh, light off the puddle starts to illuminate this, uh, its reflection starts to illuminate the room. Does it send beams in any particular direction? Um, nope. It just comes straight down and hits this puddle of water and uh, reflects off of it and gives some uh, ambient light into the room. And you can see some light coming off the uh, the water and reflecting off the uh, the ceiling now. Can we shove any of the basins? Um, or the pedestals? Try. Move them around? Fum Fum's going to shove one without a color. Okay. Uh, give me strength over check. trying to shove it over toward the puddle. Uh, give me strength check. God damn it! I've been pressing shift. So can I help him? By the way. Uh yeah. Uh, you could uh, give him an advantage on that roll, but uh, he already rolled as as high as that's going to get. So that's an eighteen. Mm -hmm. Um, so you two start pushing on this thing, and uh, it doesn't even wobble. It is mm. um, appears to be a part of this floor. Um, while I walk around, like, munching on the bugs I hunted for lunch, like, I'm gonna try to, um, 
I think go to the water, take a bit of water, and like sprinkle it on the mirror. Okay. Like, anything happens? Uh, nope. I kick the mirror in frustration. <laughs> okay. Do we have any other mirrors in our inventory? I know Fun Pop doesn't. Uh, does anybody have an explorer's or ad, uh, dungeoneering pack? I have a dungeoneer's pack. Yep, dungeoneer's pack. Okay, it should have a mirror in it. Yep. Awesome. I was going to say, that's why I came over to the puddle. Can I use a sword or a mirror or something to reflect light onto one of these pedestals? Uh, yeah. All right. Where Six would you like to reflect to... it? Um, Six Paul is going to reflect it onto the yellow mirror and then ask, um, can someone angle the yellow mirror towards the blue mirror and then the blue mirror towards the green crystal gem Fum Fum is very confused but he angles the yellow mirror toward the blue over in the right hand corner and gray scrape will angle the blue towards the green I'm gonna angle uh, the red wait is there a red one hold on I just took the auras down We'll, we'll just assume that there's light in this room now Okay, uh, I'm gonna angle the uh, one that's like red, right? Is the red one to the top right? Uh, let, let's do this yes. one at a time. Okay, so um, Six Paul, you have the mirror that you're reflecting the sunlight. You're reflecting it at the yellow mirror, and then what is Fum Fum doing? I'm pointing it so that the light goes directly east toward the blue mirror. Okay. So the light comes from uh, six paw to the yellow mirror to the blue mirror over here to the right in gray scrape. Where are you pointing? To the green. Okay. So you do that, and then this uh, green gem on the pedestal is going to light up, and all these runes around this green gem are going to um, emit this uh, low green magical light. Bum Bum is going to go running over there and in his haste he's going to send the yellow mirror sort of spinning around <laughs> okay gonna go look at the green thing and see what happens is it still glowing what happened uh it's still growing doesn't appear to be doing anything okay. else though yay it worked good kitty he <laughs> runs back over and he points the yellow at the orange the yellow mirror at the orange gem okay Grave of course, run nothing's and do really going to happen. Red at the yellow. If I'll be holding the red one and like trying to move it towards the green one. Uh, okay. So I'm, like, hold, hold, on, hold, hold on, just a second. So six paw, <laughs> you are <laughs> you're pointing. I'm angling it towards Fum Fum's yellow mirror. Okay, and then the yellow mirror is angled towards the red mirror. Okay, and then what are you doing with grave scrape? Oh, I thought the yellow mirror was going to be aimed at the orange, so I was going yeah, to aim Yeah, Fum Fum went to the orange. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not letting Fum 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 stop the mirror. I'm being stubborn. It should be the green one. Did that the work purple is what should happen. Why is it turning orange? Okay. Uh, Grave Scrape's going to say, at me! And going to point it at her, then. Okay, so... Now is six paw angling the mirror towards the red? Yes. Okay, and then red is angled towards the yellow mirror, and then that is pointed at the orange gym. 
Oh, now it's pointed at the red. Bum bum is sort of confused. We're just passing the passing the light back and forth between red and. Graves, <laughs> Graves, going to say in Fum Fum's voice, at the um at the orange. And he Fum turns Fum. it back to the orange. Okay, so you do that, and the uh, this orange gem is going to light up, and there's going to be runes around it that light up, and uh, glow in this magical light. It's working. We just have to use the colors of the rainbow, the natural features. Okay, so... The blues are the rock side. That's okay, because... Whose voice are you saying that in? Uh, I'm talking to myself out of character. Sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> so, uh, Grape Scrape is <laughs> going to say, uh, aim at me in just... Uh, conglomerate of voices uh, because for those wondering Kenku can't talk they can only mimic so uh, it's weird but you know that's okay okay so Six Paul you're aiming the uh, sunlight at the yellow mirror yes okay so you angle it at the yellow mirror and it is still uh I believe currently shining at the red mirror. Uh, Grave Scrape will angle the yellow mirror and I'm going to draw a line to where I'm going to angle it to. Okay. To there. Um, and you, then you are, are you trying to angle the yellow mirror to this point right here? Correct. Okay. Or in that along that line. Okay. And then Graves, uh, they're going to take their own mirror out and angle the light, catch the that beam of light and angle it to the yellow gem. Okay. Um, so the light reflects off the sun to the yellow mirror, back to your mirror, and you shine that sunlight onto the yellow gem on the pedestal, and nothing happens. <laughs> Oh. oh, of course. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, Grave Stripe's gonna make like a ah, kind of a like oh uh, sound. Eureka! In uh, bird. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. And run back down here and do precisely what John just drew on the map. Angle this mirror to here. And then run up to this one and angle this mirror, or uh, angle this mirror to here, angle this mirror to here, and and that's that's the course of events. Okay, so that I would like to do. Um, so you angle the mirrors in those directions. The sunlight casts on this uh, yellow gem, and it begins to glow. And these uh, yellowish magical runes all around it begin to glow as well. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. And I do the exact same thing. Except, of course, obviously that won't work. Oh, my God. <laughs> and putting it through the red as well? Yep. Blue. Exactly wow. what Gravescrape just did. <laughs> From blue to nothing to red. And then smiling a big expectant smile. Okay, so... Uh, you angle this and nothing happens 
And then, of course, Diaz is standing right by the one that I just adjusted. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of blocking the way of trying to like play with the mirror a bit. <laughs> like just like, for fun. Like doing faces, trying to see if it moves, if I can catch myself blank. Munching on some bugs. Catching flies so, out the air. Gravescrape is gonna uh, uh, tap Diaz on the shoulder and say, excuse me, in like a very fine lady's voice. Um, what do you want? Uh, scoot, <laughs> and 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 Gravescrape will will indicate several feet over, out of the way of of this mirror and this gem. Kimmy, sweets. Uh, okay. So uh, I don't have any. <laughs> I get I go go with this disgruntled over to um where six boys, and I start um fumbling. Through the pockets of the the boxy, yeah. Seeing uh, what's there. Give me a sliding <laughs> hand check. Something dirty. My character disappeared. That's a free. I'm looking for bugs. <laughs> by the way. Your bird. Okay. Uh, I was trying to delete the line. You're roll me a perception. <laughs> roll me a perception check, six ball. Ten. Uh, yeah. So you that's notice. That's perception, or that's persuasion. Oh, whoops! That is persuasion. Do I have a plus four in persuasion? Why do I have a plus four in persuasion? What did I do? You're a cat. I guess. I, I don't Look think it's your beautiful cat eyes. I don't think I'm supposed to have that. I don't know. I'm just gonna take away that skill because I don't think I'm supposed to have that. Um, perception. There we go. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, you noticed as uh, Diaz, this little goblin, starts trying to root around in your shit. Hey, what are you doing, Diaz? I'm I'm busy here trying to use the light. Give me bucks. Oh, you know what? Here, I, I will give you something to eat. Is that gonna, is that gonna make you leave me alone, or my pockets alone at least? What is it that you're giving her to eat? Six Paul is gonna give like a stale piece of bread. <laughs> like I try to like give it like a small bite, and like like the way you check like gold if it's real. They're like disgusting. We just throw it away. It Shouldn't you be full of away. bugs at this point anyway? You just had lunch. <laughs> Yeah, do not know oh, yeah. the uh, depth of uh, Bootsnap's tummy. Mm -hmm. We're we're in a cave. Caves should be full of bats and guano. There should be bugs all over the place. Um, yeah, but need about two kilos of them. It's like gummy wars for me. So well, that so. happens. Anyway, Gravescape. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that happened. The Gravescape is gonna angle this mirror towards the blue one, and then upend their bag of holding and get their little skeleton friend out of there. Okay. You getting out, Toby? I am getting out, Toby. Stand by while I get Toby. Alright. Um, so, Six Paw, um, you are angling the mirror towards the blue pedestal. That is correct. Okay. Uh I don't know where the blue pedestal is aimed right now. It was aimed at the middle, which is where it was aimed at the middle. Yeah, from right there. And then yeah, but then someone middle deleted right, the line. Or middle left. Middle left, yeah. Okay. okay. John is planning the next move. Uh, yes, the green is eventually. <laughs> um, John so, is far smarter than his character is. Yes, <laughs> I'm getting frustrated with Fum Fum's inability to figure things out. <laughs> well, he's got an average intelligence. It's only ten, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, but with a low wisdom, he's not good at paying attention. All right, so you um, angle the sunlight at the blue pedestal, and then that pedestal gets angled back over here towards the west, and then that is aimed at the blue gem, and then that is going to start glowing with a blue light uh, with blue runes lighting up all the way around. Awesome. Uh... <sighs> Grape Scrape is, I, I guess, gonna... Currently, we're gonna try John's plan. Thumb Thumb's plan, yeah. excuse me. Where Six Paw <laughs> is aiming at the blue, then to the middle right, which then is gonna be aimed at the red, and then down south to the middle left, and then at the purple crystal, if it can even be seen. I don't think it's at a right at the right angle to do that, though. All right, so you line all these mirrors up, and uh, you just can't... Yeah, send Toby over to one of them. Okay, so it goes from um, six paw to the blue pedestal, to the pedestal to the middle right, up to the red, back down to the pedestal in the middle left, and as you try to, to swing the mirror around... It's hitting the wall over here. You, you you just can't really get an angle on it. And now I see my mistake. We have to go clockwise. All right. So this time, uh, six paw aims the mirror to the the middle left. It reflects off of that to the to the red pedestal to the top left, back down to the middle right reflects and then that reflects down to the blue pedestal in the bottom right and then you're able to swing the beam ar around on that pedestal and it hits this magenta gem here at the uh, the bottom um, or the south of this pedestal and it is going to light up with this purple light and these runes all the way around it all right there's one crystal left gem cleft uh, six ball is going to angle at the middle left. Um, do you guys want to complete the puzzle from here? Cool. Yes, we turn this one to the right, middle right, the middle right over and then toward Toby, the gym. Yeah. So um, I can't move Toby. That makes me sad. Uh, I don't know if I can give since he's not really a character. If I can give control to you. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, just, let's just pretend like Toby is running around doing what I'm telling him to do and, and moving the mirrors. Okay, so I'll be munching on Toby's uh, leg like a bone, like a dog, like while he runs. <laughs> <laughs> Chomping on his legs is uh, like like dragging a cat or something. Alright, so exactly. <laughs> uh, Six Paul, you angle the mirror uh, towards this mirror over here to the middle left. It reflects off the red mirror to the, the top uh, left and then down to the middle right and you angle the mirror over and you just can't get full sunlight on it. It, it like hits it at an angle and it starts to, like this faint glow but it doesn't light the runes up. Try the one at the top right. Alright, so uh, boom. you move uh, the red mirror around to the top right and reflect it back down towards the red gem. And that is going to light up with these uh, magical runes. This uh, pedestal is going to start glowing. 
and a thin beam of light is going to come out of this magenta gem down here and light up this uh, white gem to the bottom but you it's not it like hits it and then it glows and you see like these runes around it start to glow but start to wane in power Pum Pum runs down and throws himself at the door okay um, give me a strength smash check. Smash it open with his whole body. Great, scrape. You seem like you wanna you wanna do something with this puddle. So I'm gonna let I'm gonna six ball is gonna step out of the way. Uh, is that you have a mirror, right? Grace, yeah, Grace your own mirror to go ahead and hit this the gem while the beam is hitting the gem. Yeah, you drew an awful lot of arrows there. <laughs> uh, okay. Good question. Does the door closes, Mimal? Like while he's trying to hold it up? Uh, it doesn't open. Uh, the only thing that's happened is there is a thin beam of light that has come out of this pedestal and hit this gem down here, but it's it's only like lighting up. The gem itself is probably about four inches in, in diameter, and it's only lit up uh, about an inch of it. And you see it try to like light these runes up, and they glow slightly, and they dim back down. Uh, but as all uh, this so is going... Is it, doing? Uh, Thumb Thumb's hitting the door, so with a he takes a run running uh, leap at this door, and with a strength of 26, this still door just like rattles on its hinges, and you can kind of feel it give Thumb Thumb, um, but um, you bounce right back off of this door, and it's not opening. I what we're actually going to have to do, I think, is make white light by combining red, yellow, and blue. I I'm going to go ahead and go to Thumb Thumb. I'm giving him like this potion. You should drink this. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's a I, potion of giant strength. Oh, I already have a belt of frost giant strength, so that probably won't. Oh, I guess that's like useless. Because you know, as everybody knows, you know, just drink something a goblin hands you with no questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> I absolutely would, with his wisdom of eight. But out of character, <laughs> that's probably a waste of a potion. So Gravescrape <laughs> is going to aim the sun with with their mirror at the gem as well. Okay, so Gravescrape, uh, you take the uh, the sunlight off of uh, your mirror and aim it towards the uh, uh, the gem, and you're covering up more of the the gem now, and it like there's a surge in brightness, and then it dims again. But sunlight is white light. Yeah, but it hasn't bounced off the magic mirrors. Oh, fair, fair. You're right. You're right. So. Okay, so we need we're. To we're gonna... Boonk, 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 boonk. From yeah. the puddle to the red to the yellow to the blue to the thing on the right to the thing in the middle. Boom, boom. Okay, so you line up all the mirrors, and as you swivel the last mirror up here to the middle right into position, the gem flares up uh, with this white light, uh, and these runes that you couldn't see before appear all the way around the, the door, and then the door is going to um, slide up, revealing a, uh, a dark room inside. Now we have to develop photographs. Ugh. So uh, you look inside, and uh, it appears to be a room, uh, as far as you uh, can, can see. Can I rush in with my lantern? Can I rush in like uh, twenty feet with my lantern? 
Uh, yeah, it's sure. Spin around in place. Okay. So, you enter the room, and um, she have a sixty feet of light. Yeah. It reveals the rest of the room, and uh, you walk inside, and it appears to be just like a big empty room that's probably uh, thirty feet by thirty feet. Uh, the only thing remarkable about it is uh, down here there is a hole that is about five feet in diameter. Fom Fom is going to go look down the hole. Okay. Should be able to see 120 feet down the hole thanks to his robe covered in eyes. Silly, silly robe. Okay. Um, so you go up to the hole and you look down it. Give me a perception check. 19, not 20. We're rolling well today, guys. Um, so you're, you're looking down this hole and you are going to see this, uh, the, uh, this, the light that's in this room is glinting off of something that's like super shiny and reflecting, uh, the light and like, uh, different colors against the, uh, the wall, um, inside of this hole. And, uh, you think, it's probably not more than like 20 feet down um, and then you're going to see it move and then you're going to hear this skittering as the the these the reflected light off of whatever this is starts coming up through the hole oh I was going to jump down the hole okay. um, hey guys we have a new friend maybe it could be our minion Ah, goddammit, I was playing the wrong kill. I was wanted to ready an action. I was about to be, like, spooked. Uh, cast a spell as a ready action. Uh, probably gonna be too quick for that. Um, as... Yeah, uh, I tried to say that, like, a minute before, but... Goddammit. As this, uh, thing gets closer, uh, Fum Fum, you are gonna see, like, these glowing red eyes appear underneath of uh, what you can now see is this uh, this large diamond as this uh, creature erupts out of this hole it kind of looks like a centipede but it's got like kind of like these fish looking gill uh, like uh, uh, fins that come out of its head with these large like uh, pincers around its mouth as it opens up its gaping maw and it's got these large pointy teeth and screams at you. Uh, this Get is your Pokeball ready. <laughs> and, it's involved uh, Charbander. <laughs> not a Charmander. No, it is a Remora's uh, Remorhas. Uh, I'm going to need. Assuming that's a Pokemon. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to need everybody to uh, roll initiative. So our barbarian and our druid are ready to do battle against the natural creature. That that seems right <laughs> it's actually pretty unnatural <laughs> uh is everybody in, in initiative yes looks like it looks like all right uh six paw you go first as you see this thing erupt out of this hole and it is now uh towering probably 10 feet above uh fum fum as uh it just screams like this this coming out of it and spittles going everywhere. What are you doing? <laughs> Sixfall is going to pull out his longbow plus one and take uh, 
how many shots? Two shots, and then an extra one for for Dread Ambusher, because it's the first round of combat. So he's going to take three attacks with his longbow plus one. Nice. Going to mark it? Uh, I forgot to. That's okay. Uh, uh, so 16, the 22, and 25. The 22 and 25 are going to hit. All right, great. So the 22 just does normal damage, but the 25 will do an extra D8 because that is my Dread Ambusher attack. Hopefully this macro works. Okay, there we go. So that's going to be a total of 25 piercing damage. All right, so uh, you let loose these arrows and uh, hit it in the chest um, directly below its mouth. Uh, Is that it for your turn? Nope. Six Paw takes a five-foot step to the right to take some cover. Okay. Uh, that's it. Uh, Diaz, you're up. Diaz gonna be like, "What the fuck is that thing?" And she's gonna cast uh, Firewall immediately on top of uh, from from and that thing. That's and that's okay. like gonna holy hit, shit. Like, everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna do it uh, vertically, like uh, horizontally. Firebolt. Uh, firewall. Fireball. Wall. Wall of fire. Oh, wall of fire. Okay. Wall of fire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, where are you placing it? I'm gonna place it. Uh, is the side it's facing from me towards Fumfum to be the non-harmful side, uh, and the side it's facing from the centipede to me to be the harm. Okay. Uh, can you draw it on the map, please? Okay. okay currently doing that. Oh, thank you. Whoever drew that, thank you very much. Um, You're welcome. Hannah, you're the best. <laughs> uh, he's gonna have to do a uh, dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually it not. As you uh, cast this uh, wall of fire, it uh, doesn't seem to be having any sort of effect on it whatsoever. Whoops. Uh, well, isn't that a bummer now, is it? Oh wait, that doesn't that much really matter. I think I you cannot resist a fire from pyromancy um, spells, uh, sorcerer, right? I don't know that. What are you talking about? You might be able to resist magic, but can you resist the non-magical effects of the magical? It effect? is immune to fire. Okay. Ha. Huh. Okay then. Oh, I I I was thinking about the phoenix one. Sorry, my bad. Uh, rip, so only Fumfum needs to roll his 37 pro? Okay. Ooh, that's weird. I have some sort of, let's see, danger? Yes. I have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects I can see, such as traps or spells. Uh-huh. Nice. So how much damage is that? Or do you have evasion? Uh, no, I just have advantage. So I uh, probably take half damage? I don't know. Yeah, what from five gates. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so sorry. You roll that? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's gonna be half of fifteen. So eight. I'm gonna take eight damage. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. All right. Is that it for you? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and run back a bit. Here we go. Okay. It's gonna so, be uh, my turn. As uh, you. Um, start to run it is going to get an opportunity attack on you okay does it have long reach or it's got to reach a 10 feet okay Uh, that is going to be a 16 to hit it definitely hits 
that is going to be... 20 billion damage. Uh, that's going to be 29 points of piercing damage. And 6 points of fire damage. Dang. That's a lot of damage. I'm also going to need you to give me a strength saving throw. Uh, 14. Um, so, <laughs> as you start to run, uh, this thing is going to move through your magical fire, reach out, bite you, grab you in its, uh, its piercing fangs that um, have like a, the, actually, this heat boiling off of them. And uh, I have a ring of reaction. I cannot be um, paralyzed or restricted or restrained in any way. Uh, so you can't be grappled. Uh, I, I mean, I cannot be caught in webs. I cannot. I am resistant to poison. Um, I can also. Let me just exactly. What is the exact wording of? Uh, uh, while you wear this ring, difficult terrain doesn't affect you or doesn't cost you extra movement. In addition, uh, magic can either reduce your speed or cause it to be paralyzed or restrained. Okay, so non-magical effects will still restrain you. Yeah. I think it's mundane stuff like that. Oh, I see. Work. So I think you're still stuck uh, okay. here with me. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, it, uh, reaches out, bites you, and is going to lift you up in the air. Fum Fum, you're up. I am going to go into a rage, like a boss, and stab this thing over and over with my big nasty sword of plus one. Okay. You heard by butt stiffer. And <laughs> going to attack recklessly. So reckless attack um, gives me advantage. Okay. But he'll have advantage next turn if he attacks me. So attacking with advantage. 24. Uh, that's going to hit. Okay, so that's... Oops, I forgot. So that's going to be 11 damage. Plus, let's see, I have my Divine Fury, so D6 plus 3. So he takes an additional yeah, 4 necrotic damage. So 13 for that attack. Alright. Then I'm going to run down here for funsies, get out of the fire, and I'm going to attack again. This one will not have advantage. 15. Uh, that's going to miss. Okay, so no more damage. But uh, Thank but, but luckily, you're going to take 10 points of fire damage as you hit this thing. Poo. Now I'm really mad. Stop hurting me, you stupid fire bug. Alright, uh, is that I it for your turn? I think that's it. I think I can only take the two attacks. Alright. So, uh, yes. Grave Scrape, you're up. So Gravescrape's just going to scoot into this corner here and then cast Flight. Uh, that's a constitution save. Yep. <laughs> that's a nine. So it takes 32 necro necrotic damage. Yikes. Nice. Dang. So uh, you cast well, that and uh, that. <laughs> you see uh, the, the space below its, uh, its uh, gaping maw. Um, that you see uh, bot snaps like feet like dangling out of it kicking 
um, where the arrows have hit, um, starts to uh, web out in this black, uh, uh, veiny mass on its uh, white underbelly. Gross. Uh, that it? Yes, although I don't know where Toby is. He would have followed me down here at the very least. Oh, okay, hold on. Do you want to uh, move Toby in? Yeah, let him. Uh, n- n- no, he would because he yeah, wouldn't attack us. Huh? No, the creature didn't die. Okay, for a second I feel like, wait, it sounds like he died. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just gonna let him hang out with me. I just wanted to make sure that he was there because he might be getting a friend. <laughs> um, I can I can have up to four. <laughs> you may need them. <laughs> Um, next up is the uh, Remora has. Um, it is, since it's got a uh, bot snap um, in its mouth, I'm, I am going to need you to. Actually, no, that just works as an attack. So, that is a 2070 hit. I'm sure that hits. You're going to. Centipede turns again? Uh, it's in. You're currently in its mouth, and it's going to like kind of pop you up into the air a little bit as it tries oh, to bite. Six both turns again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Until it. Yeah, uh, that's gonna pop you up. Uh, it kind of pops you up in the air a little bit as it tries to to bite down on you again, and that's a twenty-seven to hit. That's a hit. Uh, you are going to take uh, twenty points of piercing damage, and you have been swallowed. That doesn't matter, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, you are? I'm gone. Oh, you're That's unconscious. zero hit points. Yeah, like, I'm conscious, yeah. Alright. Next up is Sixpaw. Alright, Sixpaw is going to step out. Uh, wonder where Diaz went. <laughs> uh, and does... cast... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, does that mean that the firewall's gone? Uh, uh yes. Yeah, if it's a uh, concentration spell. It so, is... Concentration full. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. Alright. Uh, six paw. Alright. So six paw is going to cast Hunter's Mark on this Ramorez, which lets me do extra damage when I hit it, and then take two shots with his longbow plus one at it. 12 and a 20. Uh, 20 is going to hit. Alright, and that will hit for 10 damage. And that is going to end Six Paw's turn as he moves to the side to get out of range or out of sight. Uh, that cover. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so death saving throw. Yep. Gonna be easy. Gonna be a straight twenty. We'll see. <laughs> oh. I I missed a zero. <laughs> All right. <laughs> zero. So, uh, <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. Um. While you're swallowed, the creature is blinded and restrained and has total cover against attacks and other effects outside it. You're going to take 21 points of acid damage at the start of each of its its turns. So you're not going to take that until the beginning of its next turn, but you've already failed one death saving throw. It's going to get you guys know that's what happens when you don't cast Mage Armor. <laughs> straight get into a cave. Just keep that in mind, guys, when you play Sorcerer. So we're you about will, to lose our goblet, Fred. Yeah, you're automatically going to fail two death saving throws unless uh, you people can do more than 30 points of damage to it in one round and it fails its con save. I could do a significant chunk of that. 
I believe I can also do a significant chunk of that. Maybe. We'll see. Um, actually, did you... Let me look back through the logs here. Did you hit it with blight before or after it swallowed? Before. Uh, yeah, it had to have yeah. been before. Yeah. Because okay. the Rumor as goes after. All right. Um, so next up is Fum Fum. Give me back my butt sniffer. Wait, why? Why does that matter? Because if you had hit it with blight for 30 damage, um after it had swallowed Diaz, it would have to make a constitution save or throw him up. Oh, oh, okay. It's a her. Her. It's very dirty, uh, I know. Her. It's very Sorry. hard to tell as a goblin. <laughs> I know. It's a goblin. It's hard to tell. Alright, so, Reckless Fury. Again! 29. Uh, yeah, that hits. Damn! That's 15 damage. That's my first attack. Oh, wait, and then I get my necrotic. Need to pick a macro for that. Five more damage. Alright, so that's a total of 20, and now my okay. second attack will not have advantage. 20. That hits. For 15 more damage. Alright, it's got to make a con save. Oh, and it fails. Oh, so, right. uh, as you uh, hit this thing uh, twice in the stomach, you're going to see it like reach back, and it's going to belch out this uh, little goblin friend of yours onto the ground. But I'm guessing I'm also going to have to take some fire damage. Yep. Stand by. Oh, that's not bad. Six points of fire damage. Oh, Rolled really bad. low. I mean, it just belched. That makes sense. <laughs> right, that's right. You don't take our butt differ. And that's... I, uh, as I am cautious, I, like, grab something, trying to... Num nums. Num nums. My unconscious dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, great scrape. You're up. All right. So, um, I am going to cast Animate Dead. Okay. Uh, and get another friend, uh, Tammy, Toby's Toby longtime Tammy. girlfriend. Okay. Um, and when I summon it, I think it says that I can command it with the summon, and I'm going to have them attack. Okay, hold on. Stand by. I'm putting some nameplates on him. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you're going to have Tammy uh, run up and attack. Yeah. Uh, show me where you want to move Tammy. Tammy can move here. Okay. So Tammy will get an advantage on the attack. That is an 18. That's going to hit for five points of damage as it plunges its uh, And then short Tammy sword. dies. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. It's 3d6 points of fire damage. He might roll trip once. I did that the other day with a spell, uh, which we call it Flame Strike. I rolled eight ones and I did eight damage with a six level spell. It was a Oh, my fuck. Um, that's only going to do uh, six points of damage. Rolled really well. So low. she's she's got a little bit left. Right. She's a fighter, that tiny. Uh, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Um, uh, Toby and yeah, Tammy are going to have babies. Tabby, uh, Timmy and Tabitha. 
All right, so it is going to attack um, Fum Fum. It'll have advantage because of my reckless attack. Uh, okay, so that's going to be an 18 to hit. That will miss. Ooh. All right. Delicious so AC there. It, uh, it is going to howl in it anger at off you. off my half plate. Yeah, it's going to howl in anger at you as, like, it, like, bounces off your half plate. Uh, Six Paul, you're up. All right, Six Paul takes a step to the side, notices Diaz is back in sight. Um, I, in what condition are you gooey. in, Diaz? You're, like, covered in goo and burnt and geez. Not in, a, not in a condition to actually tell you how I'm doing. <laughs> Alright, so Sixball is going to drop concentration on Hunter's Mark and as bonus action cast Healing Spirit right, directly on Diaz Bot Snaps Square. Let me get the spell card for this. Forget that roll. Okay, so it's a five-foot cube. It's like a little Healing Spirit that is a transparent beast or fae. Doesn't matter, it's, it's a cat, sure. Um, and when a creature starts its turn or moves into the space for the first time, um, I can choose it to restore 1d6 hit points. Um, doesn't heal constructs or undead. And as a bonus action, I can move it up to 30 feet. You could 30 feet to a space you can see. Yo, this now that I read this spell, this spell is really powerful. Why do they have it in Xanathar's? And concentration up to one. Okay, cool. So the spirit's going to be on top of Diaz, so when his turn starts, he will heal 1d6 points of damage, which will bring him back to consciousness. But with my action, sure. I'll make my regular two attacks with the longbow. No hunter's mark, sadly. Uh, how much did I get healed for? No, you have not until your turn starts. Oh, okay. A 21 and a 10. Uh, 21's going to hit. All right, that will only do six points of piercing damage. And then six Paul will take a... No, you know what? Six Paul is going to stay there and just uh, end his turn. All right. Uh, next up is uh, Bot Snap. Uh, do I get healed? Can I do actions this turn? I'm not really sure. Um, so you get much? healed for one point of damage. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> good. You're conscious now. Perhaps. Uh, okay, so you are conscious. You get the, I guess, the rest of your turn. Uh, what size is this thing? What size is it? Yeah. So uh, it's huge. huge. So grappling is out the question, I see. Uh, uh, yeah. hmm. Also, trying to grapple it, you'd be you're on fire, probably. <laughs> I'm going to use the, uh, hmm. I'm going to use disengage action. Probably a good idea. Um, I'm gonna go over here, and I'm gonna use quickening spell. Oh, but I don't have my careful strikes everywhere. Uh, I have careful. Never mind. Oh, my bad. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, hide behind six paw <laughs> over here. Uh, All right. Between his boots, and that's it. Yes. Uh, you won't actually get to hide because you can't do that as a bonus action, but. I can actually hide as a bonus action? No, uh, no, he's saying can't, so you're going to be more cowering than hiding. Um, oh yeah, I meant like, um, thematically not actually into that. The flavor. Thing. Flavorful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Alright, Fum Fum, you're up. It's gonna be my turn. I'm up. Okay. 
Let's see, what is making him mad this time? You think you're better than me? And he attacks. Now again, recklessly. So 28, because he has advantage on that one. Okay. So 16 there. Plus necrotic, six damage. So a total of 22 for that first attack. As it, uh, as you say, you think you're better than me? And as you attack it, it winces and says, Someone went to yell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And for my next attack, without advantage. No, I went to Boston College. <laughs> 26 for another 16 damage. All right. So let's see how much you take. Yikes. Rolled quite a bit better that time. Uh, that is going to be 12, 14, 17 points of fire damage. Good lord, almost the max. Bum Bum's looking pretty rough, but I think that is his entire turn. Alright. Barbarians can't do as much. Yeah, but when uh, they hit, they hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grave Scrape, you're up. Alright, Grave Scrape is going to cast Inflict Wounds as a third level spell. So uh, I think you have to do that, that as a touch attack, don't you? Inflict wounds? So. Yeah, uh, it's a touch oh, attack. Oh shit, it is touch. Never mind. <laughs> I lied. I'm not doing that. Uh, instead, I'm going to use... I'm, I'm going to do my backup, which is my bag of tricks. Gray. What's a bag of tricks, you ask? I pull a fuzzy thing out and it becomes a creature. Uh, <laughs> so do I roll the d8 or do you? Uh, you go ahead and roll it. That did not roll it. I'm so dumb. Hold on. How many pets are you going to have up? You're going to have Tammy. You're going to have Toby. <laughs> it's a five, which is a panther. So a panther comes out. Uh, let me see if I can um, find a panther. It's a family now. A dog. I mean, a cat and two skeletons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A uh, panther. Now, with all these critters, you still can only they you can only have one attack on a bonus action, right? Uh, so no, actually, the the panther will attack on my turn. The other guys aren't controlled by me. They just do what they're supposed to do. I think. Hold on, let me pull up. Yeah, they do the, yeah. whatever you last commanded to, and they'll just keep doing it until there's yeah. nothing left to do. So they should have their own so, initiative. Uh, probably much. I think that's what we did last time. Actually, was give them initiative. Yeah, the panther will attack on my turn. Uh, and I can use a bonus action. Oh no, I didn't get to link it in the thing because I don't know how to link the bag of tricks into chat. Oh wow. Huh? Yeah, both your skeletons rolled 18 on initiatives. Nice. Nice. So I'm just going to go ahead and put them. Uh, just going to go ahead and put them up uh, behind you in initiative order since Toby should have uh, attacked last round. Uh, but since Tammy did, I'll just leave her where she is. Sounds good. All right, so um, you're going to have the panther attack? Yeah, the panther, because I know on an intellectual level that the panther just turns back into a fuzzy ball and goes back to the bag at dawn. So I'm not going to feel bad when it dies. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, you heard it here, and as a cat killer. Roll. Uh, no. Do you have its attack bonus in front of you? Uh, oh, I had it up. Hold on. Panther. Okay. 
So it gets... I'm gonna have it uh, bite. I'm gonna have it bite. Oh my god, dog. No, I am gonna have a claw. No, I am- no, bite! I'm not dumb! I know what I'm talking- ignore me and everything I just said. Um, alright, so... That's what a dog whines. <laughs> <laughs> right? It gets a plus four to hit. So roll a d20 plus four to see if it hits. Yep, that's- uh, no, not ds20, hold on. Uh, that's an 18. That hits. And then it deals 1d6 plus two piercing damage. Yeah, because I'm having it bite. Six damage. Alright, so Gravescape uh, pulls out this bag and pulls out this little fuzzy ball that hits the ground and turns into a panther that goes running after uh, this uh, um, creature. And it's going to bite into it and uh, sink its fangs in and you see it uh, rise up and this flame erupt out of uh, the uh, creature here. It, your panther is going to take uh, 19 points of fire damage. So the panther's dead. Well, technically it can either be 13 hit points or 3d8, so I guess it could still be alive if I happen to roll three eights on a 3d8, but I'm just going to say it's dead. Okay, so it erupts into flames as it sinks into this and uh, poofs out of existence. Uh, Is that end your turn? Yeah, that ends my turn. All right, next up is Toby, who's going to run up and attack this uh, creature that is going to be... Well, you go ahead and roll it. Roll a uh, Uh, D20. Oh, let me pull up... uh, D20 plus 2. Nine does not. Uh, it's gonna miss. Next up is the creature. It no. is going to turn and attack Fum Fum. That is a seventeen to hit. That'll miss. Ah! Wait. Remember, it has advantage. Oh. Set. Does add advantage? It's still seventeen. <laughs> it rolled two seventeen. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up is Six Paul. All right, Six Paul is going to take a. Step to the left and the few steps forward and use his bonus action to move this healing spirit onto Fum Fum. So on your turn, you get 1d6 points of healing. Yay. Hooray. Um, that's what I need. You owe me. Uh, <laughs> I kid. And then Six Paul is going to take his two longbow attacks on his action. A 16 and a 13. Uh, both are going to miss. All right. And then Six Paul retreats behind cover. And that's it for him. Six ball. Uh, Diaz, you're up. Uh, since all of Diaz's um, spells are fire, literally every single one of them. I uh, didn't plan this. I had no idea fire. what your character was. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I know that she does not uh, go for immunity, sadly. So I'm going to pick up a stone. And I'm going to throw it at the, uh, the guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the crit fest. Is that an uh, improvised weapon? Yeah, it's yeah. a d20 <laughs> yeah. plus your uh, dex. 21. Oh, that hits. Wow. See? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For d4 One damage? damage? D4? Uh, I'll, I'll give you a d4 on that. Roll a d4. Minus strength. <laughs> is, is it minus strength? No. Throwing weapon, yeah. 
It's a four. If it's minus strength, it's a three. Okay. So uh, you hurl a rock at this thing and hit it in the head, and it's momentarily distracted oh, from Fum Fum, and uh, looks over at you. Uh-huh. Uh, next up is uh, Fum Fum's turn. Um, let's see. What am I at about back. this time? Oh, three hit points. Yay. Um, Howard Sturd was overrated. And first attack. Reckless. That's a 30 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. <laughs> okay, for uh, 14 plus. Oops. Um, plus three, not equals three. Okay, eight. Um, so eight necrotic. Uh, so and what was the total damage on that? That's a total of 14 plus eight is 22 for that attack. Okay, so uh, what's it look like when uh, you kill this thing? I slice it in half, starting at the butt and working my way up to the head. But as he gets up toward the head, his sword just sort of gets, keeps going slower and slower and eventually stops just below the head. All right, so it's, uh, it's fiery guts are going to spill out as uh, you take 12 points of fire damage as uh, the heat escapes from this thing and crawls up your sword and into your arms. Um, so after you dispatch this, uh, you're looking around and you are going to see this exquisite large diamond that is embedded in the uh, forehead of this uh, Remoraz, Remoraz, or however you pronounce grab it. And pull. All right, uh, give me a strength check. Uh, something Fum Fum is really good at. 21. All right, yeah. So you uh, yank this uh, gem out of its uh, out of its head. Yeah, just pops right out. And uh, you think uh, you got a pretty yeah, good idea? Yeah, that's the thing, probably. Yep. So this is uh, what you were looking for. And uh, we'll say uh, you all make it back uh, for interest of time since we're going on about two hours here. Uh, you all make it back to uh, Marilesh and uh, show up at uh, Charlie the Gnome's office. And uh, he uh, looks at the gym and verifies it is the item um, that is in the contract and pays you each your uh, 250 gold except for Diaz who gets 200. Wait, we're given. We're each given what? Two hundred fifty gold. Gold. Except for DS. We negotiated their way down to uh, two hundred. Nice. Good call. Yes. Probably. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is going to uh, end the episode. So uh, yeah, um, I hope you had fun. I threw that together in like thirty minutes when we figured out we weren't going to be able to do a regular episode. So. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. I uh, hope everybody had fun. Indeed. Yeah, it did. I'm Thank you very much, glad, Kevin. I'm super glad that we have these puzzle characters now so we can do these episodes because these are mm -hmm. fun. Yep. Something and I don't different. know... But I still want to introduce Jacques McSweeney of the Clan McSweeney. What the, what the fuck is Jacques McSweeney? That, that, that's the disguise character that uh, Luno is going to be adopting to move around more freely. Oh, for the love of the gods. I can't wait. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling-sized favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, 
lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Do you want to make more gold? Of course, we all do. Find out how easy it is to do with your Journeyman certification with the Carly Institute Correspondent School. You can train for a new trade without setting foot in a classroom. Choose from any of these courses, Livery, Weapon and Armor Repair, Bowery Fletcher, Leather Tanning, Blacksmithing, Child Daycare, Cart Management, Bookkeeping, Law Assistant, Dentist, Bloodletting, and Inn Management. Or get your specialized degree in Arcana, Alchemy, Herbalism, or Cartography. Compare your current salary with the gold you could be making in any one of these careers. Send a Raven to Carly Vocational Correspondent School to start your quest for a better life. The music you heard on this episode was Teller of the Tales, Shadowlands, Antechamber, Unholy Night, and Hero Down by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.